Star Wars fans, Cody with Star Wars Doctrine here. It has been an incredible time to be a Star Wars fan this last little while, and I there's been some interesting stuff said by Chris Terrio on Episode 9. And, of course, as always, if, if you haven't seen Episode 9 yet, for, for some reason, you probably don't want to watch this video because there will be spoilers. But I um, wanted to talk to you guys about some of the things that Chris Terrio said, and um, I think you'll find them just as interesting as I did. So essentially he's talking he's talking about the decision to bring Palpatine back and whether you like that or not in episode 9 I think that this is something that you guys would would enjoy to listen to. Let me just start off with this quote here by Chris Terrio. So Chris Terrio helped JJ write um uh episode 9 script. So um he says this, Kathleen Kennedy and Michelle had a clear plan for where they wanted things to end. They had clear plans about certain narrative marks they wanted us to hit. They also gave us a lot of freedom within that. We knew that Ray and Ren were utterly key to this trilogy, but we also felt that there was no way that we were going to not find a path to redemption for Kylo Ren, the son of Han and Leia. We felt that right from the beginning, when J.J. established Kylo Ren in Episode 7, there was a war going on inside him, and that he had been corrupted by something bigger than himself and had made bad choices along the way. J.J. and I felt we needed to find a way in which he could be redeemed. So, obviously, um, Ben Demption, Rendemption, became a reality in Episode 9, and by the way, that was probably my favorite scene in all of the movie, the the flashback, or not flashback, but the memory Kylo had with his father Han Solo. I thought it was beautifully, beautifully done, uh, scripted, the dialogue was great, the, the acting and the way that it tugged at your emotions, getting to see them reenact that scene in almost the same way, and Kylo kind of got to change how he would have done it if he could go back in time and pulled out his lightsaber instead of stabbing him he threw it so i thought it was incredible and it it's definitely one of those scenes that i'll i'll consider one of my favorite star wars scenes for a long time to come i can guarantee you that but um along those lines i liked how basically jj and chris Terrier say look we knew from the beginning of all of this that kylo had to be redeemed He's Han and Leia's son, and that's kind of what this trilogy was going to be about, right? And to me, that's really what this trilogy is about. Like, I, I do think Rey, yeah, she's the main character, especially on the light side. But Ben's just as big, if not even, I don't know, his story's maybe what it's really about. Kind of like how George Lucas always says Vader is the is who the story is about, you know, even though he's the bad guy. Like, it was about Luke helping redeem his father and bring him back. So to me, I kind of felt that this was similar in that way. But, you know, they say that they always had plans for, for Kylo to come back. And so um, it's it's pretty interesting as he carries on because he essentially says that with, um, and, and regardless of how you feel about The Last Jedi, this is just, you know, how they felt. He says that basically with the way The Last Jedi played out, that's kind of what forced them to have to bring Palpatine back because, well... They had to redeem Ben in some way. Um, so he goes on to say this. Uh, redeeming Ben Solo gets tricky at the end of episode 8 because Snoke is gone. The biggest bad guy in the galaxy at the moment, seemingly, is Kylo Ren. 
There needed to be an antagonist that the good guys could be fighting, and that's when we really tried to laser in on who had been the greatest source of evil behind all of this for so long. That's when we really started to aggress- uh, started aggressively pursuing this idea that there is an old evil that didn't die. The source of the evil in the galaxy is this dark spirit waiting for its revenge and bidding its time. The entity known as Palpatine in the version His Body Died in Return of the Jedi... But he's patient and has been waiting. He dug his foxhole and has been waiting for his chance to reestablish his total domination. So Chris Terrio basically says that, you know, if they were going to redeem Ben, which they wanted to, and that was kind of their point and their main idea in this trilogy, there had to be another big bad guy. And it kind of sounds like, with the way he said it, that J.J. planned on that big bad guy being Snoke. And that's why they had to bring Palpatine back in episode nine because, and you know, and it's a good point. For example, when Vader was redeemed, he was redeemed by being able to help defeat the emperor because he, Vader wasn't necessarily the biggest bad guy himself. He was bad, but there was someone, you know, a step higher than him who was a bigger threat to the galaxy and to Luke. And that was the emperor. So basically to be redeemed, you kind of have to have... From a movie standpoint, and I'm not saying there wasn't other ways to do it, but from what their what their point of view is, look, cinematically we needed a bigger someone who was bigger and badder than Kylo Ren. And at the end of episode eight, because he killed Snoke, we didn't have that anymore. And don't get me wrong, I actually think um, I to- like I totally see where they're coming from, and I actually think that um, it would have been interesting to see how they would have played Snoke out had he not been killed off in episode eight because it kind of sounds like that's what jj and chris terrier were planning on until snoke was killed off but um don't get me wrong like i said that's probably one of my favorite scenes of the last jedi is the the plot twist of having kylo kill snoke i thought that was beautifully done and, and really surprising and really cool um and i'm a personally a fan of the fact that palpatine came back and was the puppet master the whole time i think it fits in really well and i think that it makes sense for him to have found ways to kind of cheat death like he tells in the tragedy of darth plagueis the wise which they reference in episode nine so i think that was beautifully done i think jj did a good job for what he could with bringing palpatine back but it's very interesting to think about what would have happened had snoke not died we might never have gotten Palpatine back on the screen because they sounds like they would have just rolled with Snoke being the big bad, big bad guy and maybe you would have had a scene like we got in The Last Jedi where Kylo tricks us and ends up killing Snoke we think he's gonna kill Rey maybe that would have happened in episode 9 um, so pretty interesting though to see that you know and, and I think it, it is fairly obvious when you watch the films that there's a disconnect as far as what Kathleen Kennedy wanted to happen in these stories by giving the different directors different movies you can definitely tell there's not there wasn't like one storyline they were kind of you know making it up as they go in a way although they had obviously certain principles like Kylo Ren being redeemed eventually um you definitely had had set in stone things like that but a lot of it was up for different twists and turns and that's why I think you really can feel the differences between the last jedi and the force awakens because 
Ryan Johnson had completely different ideas of where he wanted the story to go than J.J. did. And then you go back to 9, and it feels like J.J. kind of went back to his original story ideas. The thing that's interesting to me is, I wonder, had they not brought in Palpatine back, would they still have written Rey to be Palpatine's daughter? be very interesting to know what J.J.'s original ideas for the end of the saga would have been, or the, the trilogy would have been, if... You know, I I mean, I would like to think that the whole time they plan on Ray being Palpatine's daughter, but if they weren't originally planning on bringing him back, which, depending on what interview you listen to, sometimes it sounds like they always wanted to bring Palpatine into it, sometimes it sounds like they didn't, that it was just kind of came into their hands as they were writing Episode Nine's, you know, storyline, so, but it would have been interesting to see if that was the plan all along for Ray, or not, but, um, Anyways, he carries on here. Chris Terrio says, um, oh, let me see. Kathy had this overall vision that we had to be telling the same story for nine episodes. Although from the sleight of hand of episode seven and episode eight, you wouldn't necessarily know immediately that we we're telling the same story. She thought it would be a very strong end for the ninth movie. And I agree with this quote 100%. Um, because when you watch seven and eight, there is some references to, you know, the other six. But episode 9 really makes you realize, with some of the stuff they did, that this is all a big, long, nine-movie thing from the same universe with these same characters who have experienced all the same storylines and the same history. It's all there. Episode 9 did do a really good job of that. Bringing Palpatine back was a good way, in my opinion, to make it feel like these nine movies all you know, fit together in one long storyline. And, you know, like I said, there's definitely, so there's definitely things, and we'll get into more of this later, there's definitely things I loved and didn't like about episode 9, but the the fact that Palpatine was behind it all, you know, I think, I think is really cool, and I think it really ties everything in quite nicely. Um, let's see. Yeah, here we go. Let me read this one last quote here from Chris Terrio. Uh, just kind of finishing up here, he says, this fits well with JJ because he loves magic tricks. He will often talk in metaphors and magic tricks. And so in episode uh, seven and episode eight, you think you're watching one thing, but episode nine tells you to watch more closely. You are actually watching something else. When you rewatch the earlier films, things start to make additional sense. Ren and his devotion to the idea of his grandfather, the voice that he's always heard in his head, the certain similarities between Snoke and Palpatine, the intention was that by the time you get to episode nine, you realize there were there were there, goodness, there were real reasons this is all happening. It all shows how this story is being um, fought through the series. So, just the idea that you know when you watch seven and eight after watching nine, which I I haven't done yet, but I want to do, go back through watch seven and eight with knowing where the story ends up, knowing Ray's Palpatine's daughter and seeing how that fits in and knowing that, you know, Snoke was created by Palpatine and that, um, you know, eventually Kylo is going to be redeemed and, and see how it all flows now that we know how everything's going to end because Chris Terrio makes good points, you know. Everything's different now that we know how everything ends up. You know, just like when you watch Empire Strikes Back now, it feels different probably than when you first watch it because, you know, it kind of ends with 
Doomsday, the Empire seems like they're winning, but we know that that's not how it's going to end because we've seen Return of the Jedi. We know that Han's not going to stay frozen in Carbonite. So everything changes based on knowing how something's going to end. You know, I, I, I'm really interested to go back and see that and, and see how that flows. So, um, but yeah, guys, uh, let me know what you think on what Chris Terrio said on how The Last Jedi kind of forced them to have to bring Palpatine back to find themselves a big bad guy so that Kylo could be redeemed. Um, ben Solo slash Kylo Ren's definitely my favorite character in this entire trilogy. So the fact that he was kind of one of the focal points coming into the trilogy makes me really happy to hear that. So um, hope you guys have a great week. As always, may the force be with you.